Let's do it. Let's take a big fat shit for the next hour here. Um, what's up, guys? Stick and Ring Podcast back again for another edition of Late Night Talks with your boys here. Um, fellas, it's good to see you as always. Uh, before I even ask you anything about your lives, I'm going to jump right into the infomercial and I'm going to say DraftKings, 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 promo code THPN. Our friends at DraftKings, the number one sports book in the whole world, bar none, undisputed heavyweight champion of the daily fantasy world easily. Tons of sports books all over America as well. Um, so we've been partnered with with DraftKings for a long time now. They've done a lot of good for us. And they've also given our listeners su- such a good opportunity to be able to have promo codes and, and such cool events. And we've done some of ourselves. So definitely look in to... <laughs> Sorry, Rob. I just read your comment there. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely look into some, some hockey contests. That's my bread and butter right there. I love... For me, when I'm on DraftKings, I love going to the head-to-head Give me a fifty dollar entry head to head NHL because I know if there's a if there's a few thousand people maybe less chance but I know if I go head to head against some guy named Aunt Judy's a loser done I win every time so that's my secret for DraftKings head to head's the way to go but you got the Masters coming up as well right now I hinted at that last time Masters starting on Thursday good old Augusta now actually Josh, I, we'll talk about this more on Thursday because I want to bring up some Masters odds and I want to get your picks on some. A bit of a reach for some, but dude, I'm looking at Molinari, dude. The guy's 80 to one, which means he's gonna have a low salary on DraftKings. If, if there's ever a steal when it comes to the Masters, it's Molinari coming down on the on the <laughs> the back nine on Sunday. That guy's that guy's a buzzsaw out there. Uh, so yeah, anyone out there, any one of our listeners, go to promo or go to DraftKings.com. Use our promo code at sign up. Helps you get a free entry with your first deposit. That's promo code THPN. There are eligible eligibility restrictions and geographical restrictions as well so please check the details of that before you get started other than that boys oh harder baby it is episode 32 Spike TV channel, as I was telling Josh, and he refuted that claim. But Josh, what the fuck's up with Alberta and their channel listings, dude? You guys don't have Spike? No, we do. It was just channel 43. 32. No. 32, right? 32 all the way. Man, what do you we, guys think we, was the best show that ever came out of Spike TV? Oh, I, okay, so this was okay, a conversation. Rob, that's I said a really this. good question. I was going to say, could we do an entire Goats and Moats just off of Spike TV Absolutely. Shows? Easily. I don't. I don't. I think I don't there's know. 18 shows out there. I don't know. I can give you my top three that. right now. No problem. Okay. Uh, don't, do, don't do it though. Why? Don't do it. No, or do, do it. it. Let's, let's just talk about it. Let's talk. Most okay. extreme elimination okay. challenge number one all the way. And <laughs> I started watching that again. <laughs> You're fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> a thousand bad. ways to die in Blue Mountain State. <laughs> best Spike shows. Best shows on was, Spike. Deadliest was, Warrior was up there too. I watched a lot was, of Spike TV as a kid. I was way too hey, fucking young for it. Mine. That deadliest warrior was like unreal, like everything. Yeah. It was so sick. Okay, uh, number two, I really liked. Um, what was it? Bar rescue. Bar rescue is dope. And yeah. actually, no, you know what? I'll slot that in at number three. Number two was pros versus Joes. That was that, that came up as a goat when we did our TV shows. Uh, and I and I stand by that. It was so Josh, funny. I think you're the only person I know who went to Spike TV to watch reality TV shows. 
Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else is watching like fucking game shows and everything like that. They're just like pros versus uh, Joes. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say the only two I, I can only think of two right now. Uh first one, Mansers. Duh. Yeah, Mansers. Oh, Mansers was sick. <laughs> Mansers, yeah, honorable mention. Back when toxic masculinity was not like a ver- it was not a phrase we used. It was just a yeah. channel. Did you imagine that that show was on today? Cancelled yeah, oh, immediately. That would be fireworks. Well, it's like think about even something like like the early episodes of Family Guy, like the early episodes of South Park. Like you can't air those today. No chance. Like, there's so many inappropriate offside jokes that if you just did, like, your show would be immediately ripped from the air. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But that's it kind of, I, like, I get a bit nostalgic and I, I watch those and I'm like, fuck, we used to live like that. Damn. Yeah. Have those you guys ever, like, fun days? Quick little tangent. Have you guys ever gone back and, like, watched early episodes of, like, South Park or Family Guy or anything? Or, like, dude, The Simpsons? Dude, I rebought. So, like, on Netflix, like, as soon as they went from, like, the like the 18 by 12 on TV. And then they did like the bit and then they went to like full screen TV. Like yeah, yeah. that was in season eight. HD. Dude, yeah, yeah. I went back like maybe a couple, couple months ago. I went back and bought seasons two through seven. Yeah. They're like, great. Right. They were so funny, dude. They were so funny. Yeah. The, the artwork changes so much throughout like the first few seasons too. Like it's actually ridiculous. Yeah. Like sure. and the guy kind of stayed true to it, but like if you look at the Simpsons, like the first season of the Simpsons looked completely different. Or even like South Park was uh South Park was pretty consistent, but yeah. South Park was like the cutout construction paper stop motion kind of stuff though. So it was very like the first season yeah. was very choppy. But yeah, it was totally. sick. Like they did such they did it back in like ninety seven, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. Was uh, family, family, family guy was Family Guy was ninety nine, I wanna say. Whew. Whew. Um, which is That's... fucked to think about how I was three years old when the first episode of Family Guy aired, which is so yeah. weird. But anyway, boys, so how are we doing, Raph? Like, what's up, buddy? Like, how are you? Oh, you know, just fucking out here chilling. My power just came back on like 15 minutes before we started recording, which is great. Yeah, holy so, fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it was nuts. Like, I, I remember I, I was, uh, it's like my weekend right now, right? So I got home, I took like a quick nap, and then I like turned on my computer. And I was like, fuck, like, I gotta really go for a beer. So I drove out to the liquor store and without, like, me, I was maybe gone for five minutes and I get a call from my sister being like, hey, like, all of her power's out. Oh my <laughs> and it's like, for a lot of you people who don't live in the lower mainland, like, dude, the weather's fucked today. Like, we saw hail across the lower mainland. We saw rain. We saw sun. I think we had, like, what, like 40 kilometer winds? Yeah. Trees it getting knocked like, over, power lines going down. Like, it's actually insane right now. I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I. I fucking hate the wind. You know how, like, some people can justify, like, you know what? Like, I don't mind. Like, me, like, I actually like the snow. Like, if I'm dressed for the weather, like, I love the snow. Yeah. Um, but, dude, like, wind, like, whether it's sunny, whether it's raining, whether it's snowing, the wind fucking sucks. As soon as it gets too windy, you can't even, like, it just pierces your fucking head. Yeah. Gives you a killer headache. Like it's it's brutal, and I think I've said this before, but Lethbridge in Alberta, notorious for like high winds, and yeah. like when you drive down there, there's so many windmills for good reason. But yeah. apparently, like these, like Lethbridge has high suicide rates because of migraines that are caused by wind, which really? is wild. Yeah, like, interesting. Yeah, it, I mean, it's I believe it. Fuck, it's a fuck concept. So like, I'm I'm not a fan of the wind. Like yeah. strong winds, I should say. Fair. Dude, speaking of like the power going out, everything though, quickly, one of my neighbors, I'd say he's like three or four houses down. 
He has a generator running. He had a generator running the entire time the goddamn power was out. Good kid. Good guy. Yeah, good good kid until it's like you realize you're three or four houses down and you can hear his fucking generator running at 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my family's all going to bed. Like my parents went to bed and my sister went to bed. And like my mom's just like, somebody needs to go turn off that fucking generator right now. She's like, I feel bad for our neighbors who live close to this asshole. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, you're like three houses down. Yeah, right? And it's like this thing was like, you can you can like hear it. You can like, it's like rumbling through the walls. It's actually nuts. Holy fuck. That's heavy wild. duty fucking generator. Yeah. Yeah. I was driving today. And when I left my house, I had intended to play sports outside because it was blue skies and good vibes everywhere. And literally 20 minutes, I drove into a black abyss. And yeah. it like, like you said, I, it, it just, it was the flick of a switch. I was on the phone with someone and before I knew it, there was fucking branches of trees flying down and the hail, yeah. dude. I thought my windshield was yeah. going to break. It was nuts. Yeah. Do, yeah. You guys know how, do you guys know how hail's formed? Yeah, it's when it gets really, like when it's really hot and then all of a sudden gets really cold just out of nowhere. And then it freezes back and forth. So like yeah. the like when it freezes, it'll then melt back into water and they'll freeze back into snow and then it'll keep going back and forth and it'll eventually form a hail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. think I don't think you guys have ever dealt with this in BC as much as Alberta, but dude, like Alberta, like they'll get like fucking hailstorms, and the hail is the size of fucking golf balls, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's literally, like well, like you know, like when you would have a snowball fight in school, and like that one kid accidentally like threw ice at your face because like the snow yeah. like a complete accident. That's what it basically is. Yeah, but that being said, though, when hail's like the size of little like BBs or something like that, it's not any fun either. It just fucking hurts. It's like sharp, no, stingy pain. Yeah, that's like stings, but dude, like fucking yeah. golf balls coming from the sky, like that's. Oh yeah, you're crap. welted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Fucking Anyways, gross. that was my day. How, how are you guys doing today? Dude, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I found boys. I found a new chocolate bar. Okay, so I was in Rexall. <laughs> I just had to get that. What the fuck? I, I I'm sorry. What? I know. Found a new chocolate bar, different flavor. Holy fuck. How are you still discovering new chocolate bars? I, I know, but just hear me out. Because it's new. <laughs> it literally said on the label it was new. So it's okay. it's a Kit Kat chunky. Yeah. Okay. But then yeah. they added like a layer of cookie dough. <laughs> dude, so I, sick. dude, I had like I had a bite. like I had one and like it was it was a it was a small one, like it wasn't a fucking large one. Thank yeah. God, dude. It was so filling. Really? Like and it was so rich, but Jesus Christ, it was good. Dude, um, it was honestly, honestly like two for four. So I'm like, yeah, I'll get two. Mine yo, was- honestly, all things considered, that was a chocolate bar. But I thought you would have fucking learned your lesson after those weird flavored cheeseburger chips that you had the other day. Oh, they used to the, taste like vomit. Oh, the, oh, the Pringles? Dude, the Pringles, the, that's what it was. The Bacon Eater Pringles are yeah, actually yeah. like the worst chip of all time. <laughs> like, no, like the worst. Like, I, I hate certain potato chips, but like I'll bear them. Dude, those ones actually tasted like puke. Anyway. We digress. That's fucked. Yeah. Um I, well, I'm about to digress, not really. Have you guys ever fucked with like the, the specialty kit cats? You know, you know like the they're like the big size bars and they're like, uh, oh. like unique flavors. They're like five bucks sometimes. I thought I thought you're gonna yeah. do you remember the ones that Justin brought us from Japan one time? Yeah, yeah. Those are like uh like yeah, straight up Asian Kit Kats. Like that was like yeah, there matcha. Were, there's a wasabi. There's a matcha, matcha one. There was a wasabi flavored one. I yeah. bet a matcha flavored Kit Kat would actually be pretty unreal. It's unreal. It's super good. Yeah. There was yeah, like a mango so. one too. I think. 
Yeah. Or something weird like that. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, right? In the stores, there's like cookies and cream one. There's yeah. I, I don't know. I think I've tried it once, but I'm a, I'm a little bit of, I'm a little bit of a, a frugal guy when it comes to chocolate bars. I'm I'm all about Dollarama and just load me up. Uh, yeah, dude. Like arrow yeah. mints. Like two Dollarama. Cents. <laughs> okay. We must have done a goats and woats of chocolate bars at some point, right? Yeah, we have. We have, we have, right? Yeah. Okay, that's you like guys close. ripped me because I said coffee crisp. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a sus, <laughs> sus decision for sure. Yeah. Um, sick chocolate bar. So, I fellas, uh, I'm fucking exhausted for some reason, too. I don't know why. I hate bringing that energy to the pod because I feel like that's Raffle's shtick. I don't really like want to take yep. it from him. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no problem, <laughs> dude. I don't know what it is. I'm something's something's hitting me. Something's hitting me a bit weird today. But I got I got some cardio workout in today. I've been eating healthy. Maybe my body just misses those good old trans fats. That could be exactly could be what it. it is. Yeah. Well, like I when, Josh, for you. when Josh said chocolate bar, dude, this vein in my neck started like popping up a bit. <laughs> I started getting some like it, itches in the back of my back of my tongue. You know. Yeah. That's yeah, I have, a, I have a question for you. What if, so obviously you're on this journey to become a more fit individual overall. Yeah. Do you think you having something like a Fitbit or like an Apple Watch or something that tracks your progress, do you think that encourage you to work out or do you think that discourage you to work out? Do you think it like it overall help you in your journey? I, no, I, I'm you think a weird kind like, of guy like that. You think you just ignore it? I've had a Fitbit before. Yeah. And like, I, I, I guess it would be like, it's kind of cool knowing how many steps you take, but in terms of actual workouts, like I would just never use it for that. I don't Fair. know why I, I'm not, I, I hate having things on for workouts. Like I already, I can't do headphones. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm a very sweaty person. And so when I fuck with headphones, it's just another thing that like makes me feel gross. So headphones are a no go like watches. So I, I try and keep it bare bones, t-shirt shorts, max, sometimes neither of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Fellas, what should we move into first? I've got a pressing question to ask you guys just because it needs to be solved in my mind. But I know you guys also have some other questions. Who wants to who wants to lead us off with some sort of fucking gibber gab here? Okay. We're talk about. Okay, well, I, I have a question here for you boys. Um are our paper and this is gonna sound like this is such a bland question, but like <laughs> it's like the topic is just so fucked. But are paper bags making a comeback or is it just me? 100%. Like, so I, I went into 7-Eleven the other day, obviously getting a bag of chips. What's up? Uh, went into Rexall <laughs> today, got my Kit Kat chunky and like a small little two liter thing of milk and paper bag. And I'm like, the fuck is going on here, boys? Like, where's the plastic? Now, my question to you guys is what do you guys do with your excess plastic bags if you don't already have like, you know how people are like environmentally friendly and they buy like cloth bags from the grocery store and just bring those when they go grocery shopping. Yeah. So like, are you guys plastic bag guys? Like where are we at with the paper here? I hate paper bags. I fucking hate them. Well, the paper bags are compostable, right? So I, I know. And yeah, that's, recyclable. That's the thing. Like I, yeah, I know recyclable. it's recyclable, but I just like, dude, like today, what if, what if you don't have a car and you're walking home and it's pissing rain like it was today? Yeah. Got paper bags. Like you got like ten <laughs> minutes before those things are out and about onto the sidewalk. Am I not? Do you not have an umbrella in this situation? Well, what if you've got? What if your hands are full? Where are you going to hold Can the umbrella? I'm sure you could find a way to fashion an umbrella somehow in there. But okay. Yeah, but I see his point. Paper it, bags, yeah, just not. There's like, a reason they were stopped. They stopped using them. Okay, what's the reason? 
Uh, well, sorry, I just wanted to point out someone did notice your candle there, Josh. Yeah, I, I did notice a little bit of a glow, huh? Dude, this is my vigil for the bank <laughs> hockey season. After how? Hey, <laughs> let's, let's chill the fuck out on that, uh, dude. I was gonna I'm trying I was, to. I was gonna bring it up when we started talking about Vancouver, but that's what's for. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um, no, but that's the reason paper bags were stopped being used is because plastic was more convenient, dude. You could have handles on it. Or you could have yeah. handles on paper bags too, but well, there's just many a multitude of reasons that they switched. Environmental like, friendliness is probably like the number one reason, though. And and it's fucking cost effective to use plastic. That's why they went to it in the first place. Yeah. Um, do you want to know what I do with my fucking plastic bags? Are you ready for this, dude? Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm actually ready for this. No, I'm going to be impressed with the amount of plastic bags he has loaded up. So I recycle all my <laughs> plastic. This is this is all like uh. This is a sick marketing opportunity, hey? I've got... I, I don't know what, what happened. I became a, uh, I, I became obsessed with recycling. And this is actually ironic because, like, today... Today, when I was playing basketball with someone, one of our friends was like, hey, guys, you know that recycling's like... It's a joke, right? Like, if they don't actually do it, it just always goes to the dump. And I was like, no, dude, you go to the dump. Your brain's from the dump, <laughs> idiot. Because I like... Yeah, so that, that recycling stuff right there, that's all... That's basically, like, loose plastic. So, like, plastic bags... Uh, you know, like if you bought toilet paper, like the wrapping that goes over the big bag of toilet paper. Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. kind of plastic. So that all goes to one spot. And then things like like crinkly plastic. So like bags of chips, uh, Ziploc bags, things like that. That goes in another basket. I'm basically fucking I'm I'm team green over here. There you I go. I bleed green Good for, for some if if you know what I mean. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> no thing. free ads. <laughs> no free ads at all. Uh, I don't know what happened there. I think our viewers spiked to like 12 at one point when I brought up the recycling. So maybe that's just like a buzzword that you need to hit. Keep talking just, about recycling. Keep going. Yeah. Just keep doing it. I'm going to recycle it. my shirt off my body if I have to. Um, so <laughs> that's what I do with takes. my plastic bag. And obviously, you like you you start throwing the like empty beer cans in there too, Josh. That's the the biggest use. For there you go. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, I have this question. I was I was trying to get answers from people, and when I say I'm trying to get answers from people, I'm basically searching for people to agree with me, not disagree. So I'm looking for the right answer. Um, so holidays is something I want to talk about. So, what do you guys think? I what do you think about holidays in the next fifty to hundred years? Specifically, things like I don't want to sound like a dick when I say this, but like Remembrance Day, because this is my thought is. And this is like obviously not trying to offend anyone when I say that's probably might I don't know. Um, do you think like there's probably going to be a day where we don't really remember things like World War One or Two, right? No chance. What do you mean, uh, dude? I think, I, sorry, I think we're always going to remember it to like some to some degree. Well, like, okay, like it, with it, it, is it gonna is it slowly going to become less? Uh, what's it called? Less relevant in people's lives? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but like it's still so, gonna be. Like, think about all those wars, like that we like. Think about was it all those, uh, all the crusades and everything that we had to study throughout high school, right? Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. everyone still remembers about those. Like, those were incredible wars, and it's like, sure, we don't uh, relate to them as much as other people did back in the day, but it's like we still kind of learned about them. So people will still remember about the world, World War One, World War Two. Like they were called the Great Wars. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No. What I think what I mean by it is is so when I the reason I go for the holiday aspect of it too is because. Yeah, like his, like school and what you actually learn, completely different side because we learn about so many things. Like they still teach you about like the fucking Wu Dynasty, like stuff that happened in like the seven hundreds. 
uh-huh. things that are so old. But the thing that I found, I, I got on this because I thought, okay, when COVID's over, like we'll probably have some sort of like holiday or celebration, whether it be one year or for many years after, about yeah. like to, to commemorate what happened or remember what happened. But when you think about Remembrance Day, it's kind of built, and I'm sure there's other holidays too, but you could you could theoretically say, okay, if it's not 100 years from now, what about 800 years from now? Like we're not really, they're not going to be talking about World War One or Two in the same context that we are 800 years from now. 100%, yeah. The relevance uh-huh. is going to slowly dissipate. Yeah, yeah but, so I... What about I, something like I, Labor Day? Yeah, like that's... That's gone. 20 years, see you later. By Labor Day? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Victoria Day. <laughs> I, I'll let you talk in a second, Josh, but like... <laughs> What was it? What did Kanye say? I'll let, I'll let you talk in a second. Who actually was he saying? Uh, I'm gonna let you finish. I'll, I'll let yeah. you finish. But Raph had one of the best comebacks in this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so fuck it. I almost forget what I was gonna say. Absolutely. And I think I. Fuck. <laughs> Is it my turn? Sucks, dude. Go. For yes, it. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, boys, I don't know, man. Like, I think when you think like 800 years down the road, like, like Elijah said, like we're. St- we looked at like the Wu dynasty in 700, like, dude, yeah. like, you know, 800 years, like a thousand years later, if not, I think I can't do the math right now, but it's like, like 1400. Almost. Four, yeah. 1400, 1300 years later, we're talking about it. So I would say that like, at least maybe world war two would be still talked about. Like you have to remember like that shaped, like whether or not like our world was going to be taken over, like yeah. massive, yeah. massive genocide, totally. like, I would say the only way that that kind of gets overpowered would be like, if there's another war like that, which hundred percent there would be, but you have to remember like, dude, like all the technology, like everything that like in from 1900 to where we are now, like, dude, like that was like the turn of a century technology, electronics, like how we communicate with one another around the world. Like there was just so much stuff. I have a question. Yeah. Is it, it going to tail off? Oh, kind no. of. Go ahead. Little, maybe like, it's still topical. Um, okay. Do you think with obviously the world getting older and technology developing more, do you think there's going to be a point in our life, in our lifetime where the Cold War is viewed as a more impactful war than World War II? Because the Cold War will eventually be like this one war that we always talked about that never really got to its full potential. And if it did, would have wiped out almost everybody it would have destroyed uh, civilizations well i mean hmm. like i think the biggest thing is like with the cold war a lot of it was very much based on like nuclear warfare 100 percent. but it was basically just like a giant pissing contest of everyone saying like i've got more nukes than you do don't make yeah, me do it sure. but i think also at the same time like i feel like you know world war ii like that's what ended world war ii yes where yeah. were the two were the two nukes in japan yeah so, like and those were ever the only, like, weren't those ever the only nuclear bombs that were actually, like, launched ever? Dropped? Uh, in, 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 like, in, atta- in an attacking attempt, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, they had nukes that were being tested and everything yeah, like that. Like, but That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like World War Two, like, and, and that kind of plays into my point before, is, like, dude, like, World War Two, two were dropped. And yeah. then no one's had the balls to drop another one. And there's Well, the reason being is... The closest we got was during the Cold War. Well, and yeah. People, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think because they realized that... They realized once, the potential of what those two nukes did, and then right. they realized how many nukes everybody actually had, and then they quickly well, did the math in their head. 
I think two plus two equals four, and the world's gone. I think I think the other thing is though is world or the Cold War was a cause of World War Two. Absolutely, yes. You know what I mean? Because people realized what they could, what what kind of weapons they could create. Well, not only that, but it was also just a like a fight on ideologies of yeah and democracy. Yeah, true. It was a lot more political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good points. Rapid. Uh, one of the last things I'll say about it is is what Josh hinted at is I think what will be what will make what will end up happening is there will be a different war that you start remembering. Like mm-hmm. the idea of Remembrance Day, it, it actually will be. I think it will always be a holiday because unfortunately we probably will have a war every like two hundred years or something like that. You know, yeah, but, like you some know, sort of though, fucking momentous occasion. And and that's where I think momentous. Day, I think. Remembrance Day, though, I think that's why it will never go away because there's always soldiers actually dying. Like you know, as much as like yeah. Remembrance Day was, it was started from World War One. Like I think that's where maybe World War One will not get forgotten, is because yeah. that day was created because of World War One. Same with World War Two, and then as we go on with these wars, soldiers are going to continue to die, and we are going to continue to remember them. And I think yeah. that's why November 11th won't go away. Fair. That's true. My opinion. That's good point. I do want to bring in a little question from the from the chat. Just uh, what? Where was it? It was from Dano D4. He said, "Will we start having stat holidays for other religions other than Christian? So basically, like Christmas, Easter, what else? Thanksgiving." Well, like? here's here's kind of like the. I don't know. I think it'd be hard, but I mean, you have to remember, like the Western world was shaped on Christianity. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Not, like the only way that that I think that would happen is if you know another religion were to colonize us, and we're no longer. You know what I mean? Like we would have to ah. get dominated by another religion, which would mean a huge <laughs> ass fucking war. In my, in my, I, I, don't, I see what your direction you're going with, but I, I don't think it's like that. I think, I, I think nowadays. There's a lot of focus and a lot of attention on just like, um, what's the word for it? Kind of just like evening things out, like like yeah. acknowledging and and respecting or whatever you want to say about each people's different yeah different sectors of things, each people's religions and and holidays and stuff. And I do think isn't there an opening for a stat in March? I think it is March or February. I don't think we an have opening a stat. for a stat. Yeah, it's March or yeah, it's I'm pretty sure March. We don't have a stat. Different holidays just going to start applying for said opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's dude. BC, BC, and Canada. We got an opening. Come on, yeah. March. Set in your applications. I mean, we got one of my good friends is Muslim, and he's always talking about Ramadan, but that thing moves every two weeks, so you can't have that as a stat. Does it? But yeah, I don't. I don't really know the, the details of it. I think when they fast, it moves. Maybe it's the start or the end. Actually, cool. either or, it moves back two weeks every year. So let me ask you this then: If you guys could scrap one holiday, doesn't have to be a stat, just can be a holiday. Which one would you guys get rid of? My liver says St. Patrick's Day, uh, and my, my brain says, says my heart says Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 can we just scrap Family Day so we could somehow reshape that into like the Boys' Day? You know. Yeah, no Fam- I was thinking Family Day too. I'd probably say see you later to Labor Day. I don't give a shit about Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, well, actually, I was gonna say that so, too. 
I don't mind yeah. Labor Day because my birthday usually falls on that, and that means I get a long weekend. But yeah, but like a lot of people also finish like some sort of summer vacation or whatever, and then boom, it's like they come back for a couple of days, and then Labor Day hits. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to be there. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the holiday in May? Is it Mother's Day or is there something? No, <laughs> May. Well, it's like I'm just gonna yeah. pull up this. Yeah. I'm just gonna pull up this comment quickly here. <laughs> Elijah's hair and beard says any day but 420 <laughs> dude uh, when I get tired man my fucking eyes like they get so heavy and I'm looking at myself in the camera once in a while and I'm sitting here like <laughs> and I'm so focused but I do not look like it whatsoever looking straight out of Pineapple Express yeah seriously <laughs> um, fuck yeah what, what about you Josh did you did you already answer mm, oh man I don't know man like maybe trying to think of a holiday oh uh i don't want to say boxing day i would i would maybe say uh, oh question i don't know what happens in june wait wait. what happens in june do you give up boxing day or do you give up black friday oh black friday because it doesn't even do it like they're the same thing in canada yeah they're both sales but like when like i don't know i personally i'd be okay without having uh what's it called boxing day I kind of like having Boxing Day because then it gives me an excuse. If I don't get someone a Christmas gift, I'm like, bro, I just had to wait for Boxing Day. My bad. Oh, know. oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe New Year's Day. New Year's Day is like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I, after this year, after us like spending New Year's all at home and whatnot, like not really doing anything. Yeah, like, I kind of agree. I find New Year's Day but, is actually like a very depressing holiday because you get a stretch, right? You get Christmas <laughs> Eve, you get Christmas Day, you get Boxing there's four or five day difference of you're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm so fat. My liver hurts. Yeah. And then you get new year's Eve. And then you're like, Oh my God, like new year's day. Like this is like the last, like this is like the last fucking day before I have to go back to reality and not live up to my new year resolutions. You know, like I'd much rather like go out with a bang and then just show up to work, like hung over and still hammered from the next door and just like, just go, <laughs> Josh. If you want to do that, you just don't have to take the next day off. It's not that hard. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking but, walk but, in. <laughs> but most, but most people have the day off. Though is what I'm saying. Fair. Because it is a stat. Where yeah. does Cinco de Mayo fa- fall into all this? Oh, I, don't I even think. I think well, it's just something on the on the iPhone calendar that reminds me. I don't even well, pay attention to it. Well, I think that's the Hispanic St. Patrick's Day. Maybe. No, Cinco de Mayo isn't. That's the Hispanic Day of Independence, isn't it? Oh, okay, cool. But, but yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, we're very uneducated. Can we go into hockey here? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. That we are a hockey podcast. It's having a lot of fun with that. Hundred percent. We're a hockey podcast. Stick and rink hockey podcast is what our t-shirts say. All of you listeners at home, we know you're wearing your stick and rink underwear as well. Uh, the man thong flying off the shelves. I know you guys with the the dirt trails <laughs> down below. You love it going right up that hoop. So, thank you for supporting the cause there, um, fellas. It's officially the hiatus week for the Canucks. I've hinted at it uh, in the in the past week and a half or so, saying that this this was the most important stretch for the Canucks because it's when people are supposed to make up their game in hands. Well, no, fuck you, Elijah, because Montreal has COVID and they just get to delay, postpone every game, which is not sick. And I don't really know where it's going anymore, guys, because, I mean, we have six games in hand on them and yeah. they still they still aren't playing games. <laughs> so, like... Yeah. What the fuck? Well, How does that impact the rest of the league? Well, it's it's, it's kind actually of a... been pretty good to be honest. From what I've heard, like like 
baseball is already starting like spring training and everything. And they're already getting fucking COVID cases and shit. I mean, granted, the Eastern teams are playing in Florida where COVID just is not a thing. So I can totally see that side of it. But for the most part, like hockey's actually been knock on wood pretty good so far this year. Like there's only been a couple, couple post postponements. So it's pretty successful in my eyes. Yeah, definitely a big success for that stuff. I would say that, the North division is really kind of the most fucked up one because in the North division, you've got the team with the lowest amount of games played in the league at 31 with that being Montreal. And you've also got the team with the highest amount of games played being the Canucks at 37. Yeah. So Mm. us having six games in hand on a team that really can't make up any games right now. What that kind of means is unless they figure something out, unless they have another hole in the Canadian schedule coming up, they're going to end up having to go to win percentage, which really fucks the Canucks because because now that doesn't like that's our win percentage is such, such shit. And the only way we make up ground is if we have extra games to do that. So let me ask you this then. E. Yeah. What if. Uh, like if Montreal continues with this whole COVID shit and we're supposed to play Montreal and all those games get pushed back to the end of the year, like does that not heat things up for Vancouver? You know what I mean? Sorry, was that scenario one where like we still end the season playing them? Yeah, like where like our games totally. get played because we can't play Montreal, so it's like, okay, the makeup games are actually going to be at the end of the year. So like you could end up playing like three or four against Montreal. At yeah, the I mean, that's the interesting thing is I I've heard a lot of different things thrown around about what they're going to do if if COVID continues to make. Uh, like a, a disparity in the games played, like if it just makes it bigger and, and unsolvable, because that's the entire NHL schedule was kind of built on this idea that every team had that week break built in there in case they had a COVID delay. That what so that they could just push games into that week break. Well, the right. Canadians already had theirs, and now they have. I think they've had three breaks in total. I think two because of COVID. Oh wow! If I'm right. Yeah. So it's it's all types Ow. of fucked up. Now, what about this, though? Because, like, obviously, the NHL still has a schedule to maintain of when the regular season actually ends. So, yeah, would it not kind of be biting Montreal? Because if you think it's like, okay, the regular season has to be done by this day, and maybe they give, like, a, a week gap of when it actually ends, and then they take in COVID, it's like, but we need to start playoffs by this time. So do you think that Montreal, because they're dealing with COVID, they're going to be dealing with a lot more back-to-backs because they have to make up all these games? You know what yeah, I mean? That, so, like they, so they play – like, they're going to play a more congested schedule, which 100%. means less rest, stuff like that. And, like, when you're going on the road, like, that shit doesn't change, you know? So yeah. you could be going back-to-back in Winnipeg and then, okay, cool – and then the very next night, one day off, and then you're back-to-back in Edmonton, then you go to Calgary or go back home, like whatever it may be. Like, it's just not as spread out as Montreal would like it, yeah. which could benefit us. Totally, exactly. Like, the more fucked up we can make their schedule, the better odds we have of them continuing to stumble. Because here we are, I mean, I think, like I said, we have six games in hand on them, and I think they're two points up on us. So that's, I mean, th- listen, that, that's why the entire Canucks fan base is quite pessimistic on, on what's going to happen here. Um, it, I get it. Like the numbers say that we have like a 3% chance of, of making the playoffs. But at the same time, th- there's so many circumstances that allow 3% in 
if you just take 3% at face value, you're not considering the circumstances that this season is putting into play. For example, the games games remaining against Montreal. The fact that, like Josh pointed out, they have all these double headers. Like, I'm looking at their schedule now. If they play the game on Tuesday against Edmonton and they continue to play from there on, they'll play six games in nine days oh, right wow. out of the bat. So that's yeah. like, that's fucked. That's and then fucked. they go in, they have nine days, and then it just keeps going. Like, after that, there's not really a break. So. Yeah. They're going to burn uh, themselves out, hopefully yeah, by the end of the season, yeah. And and I think the biggest thing is, is like when you're playing like those teams, you know, like Edmonton, like you're trying to get yourself out of the fourth spot. Yeah. Like you're, you're trying to do that because you know Vancouver and Calgary are going to be hot on your heels. Yeah, you want to give yourself a bit of a cushion just in case. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, as soon as you're in that fourth seat, like you're on the hot seat. And, you know, obviously like there's games, games at hand and whatnot, but, you know, you're – like Ralph said, the burnout definitely could be real. And you're going to mm-hmm. have to start relying on Jake Allen a little bit more if you're Montreal, for sure. Yeah, and I'm looking at it now. I, I don't even think the Canucks have any games left against uh, against Montreal. I think Wild. we played all of them. Yeah. yeah. How many so games do we have left in the season so far? Uh, we have 37 played, so we have 19 left. That's not bad. Yeah, 19 mm-hmm. games. How are we looking at all of our injuries right now, too? Oh, there's tons. <laughs> <laughs> Not back anytime soon, eh? I have three candles lit for the three hurt centers that we have. So <laughs> there's the fourth one, Bo Horvat, the one that's like barely playing. Yeah, that, one, around. that one's barely lit, dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Oh man. Yeah, it's a tough, t- definitely a tough situation. I mean, I look at it as maybe even catching Edmonton might be the better bet because. Like they have one less one less game played than us, I think, and they're about I think they're nine points up on us or eight or something. Yeah. Okay. So, and but we have games in hand on the, against them. So like any anytime you have games against someone, that's ultimately where you'll you'll make up your ground. So, don't lose hope, boys. It's still possible. You just got to tell yourself that over and over again. And anytime you feel the doubt, you crack a beer. That's called alcoholism, but it helps in this kind of situation. <laughs> Hey, hockey fans, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. We host the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We're lifelong hockey fans who talk about the game and the lifestyle. Our guests include professional hockey players. My rookie party had to wear Speedo, and then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. Here we go, Gaber. What do you got to say? And it's kind of <laughs> like, you know better than that now, boys. I got dressed for the Bruins. I get a phone call. He's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. I started playing the like, dun, 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 And I turned it around and it had the Olympic rings and said, we did it. NHL team hockey reporters. I actually took the Stanley Cup to this ice bar where they've got now girls around them and I've got a fur coat on. <laughs> I wonder who, who he should have checked over here. <laughs> and then <laughs> I looked down at my favorite Hockey fans. The entire bar was lined with guys in Kings jerseys. We quickly realized, oh my gosh, this is the dad's trip. And we bring unique hockey stories to light. Coming back to England, 24 right. rings in the entire country. That's where the problem starts with the sport of ice hockey here. Canadian Blind Hockey Association, those few kids we interviewed, their whole week is built around Sunday at the rink. They're just hockey players. We don't agree on everything. Pineapple goes on pizza. <gasps> no, it does not. <laughs> I think it does. But we do agree that there are many people and places that build the House of Hockey. New episodes every Tuesday. Come on in to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network.
Bella, should we move on a bit? I mean, there's Canucks are on hiatus here. We don't have much going on. I want to, what I want to hear right now is I want to hear Josh, why the fuck did Max Verstappen's team tell him to let him, let Hamilton take the lead back? Why'd he give it up? What's this talk? What's this talk about? He was going to get a time penalty. Bullshit, dude. He, he overtook him. That's how the sport works. Okay. So here's the thing is I woke up today at 8 a.m. and I watched the race. Now, what happened the, was the Bahrain Grand Prix to be the Bahrain Grand Prix. It was it was opening day uh, for F1. I was I couldn't be happier. Um, so the one of the rules of F1 is if all four wheels are off the track and you gain a position by going off the track, you have to give that position back or you get a time penalty, which could basically mean a 10 second stop and go. Or they could give you a 10 second penalty and like they'll let you finish the race mm-hmm. in whatever position you're in. And whatever time that is, they'll add on 10 seconds onto that time. So if there's a car that finishes second and they're only six seconds behind, then that car actually wins first place and you'll take second. If not, and then like if third place is only two seconds, then you'll actually get third place, so on and yeah. so forth. And it'll compound. Uh, yeah so overall it was actually a crazy race like it wasn't like there were there weren't really any crashes there were a couple spin outs on the first lap by a couple rookies but other than that like uh, the Bahrain track is decent it's not one of my favorites in my opinion it's a night race which is kind of cool um but overall i loved it all right all right so let's talk about some storyline i I want to I want to pick Josh's brain. I want to pick Josh's F1 brain. So bring me into this race. Like, what were some storylines going on? You obviously have big dick Lewis Hamilton coming in. Yeah, I mean, like, Lewis Hamilton, like, this guy's led Mercedes to seven world champions and seven constructor champions. So basically, in a year, you've got the constructor's championship, which is basically, like, it's a it's a team. So, like, if, like, you would combine both your driver's points, and then that goes towards like the Mercedes team. And then like you would combine both Ferrari drivers points that would go to Ferrari. And then like whoever has the most points team wise gets the constructors. And then you have like your driver championship, which is just individual driver points. So, I mean, for this year, like Mercedes, I would say is the clear favorite. Um, yeah. But dude, Red Bull today, Red Bull showed me a lot. Red like, Bull's got a good team, dude. Dude, Hamilton. I've been telling you this for a while. Dude, Hamilton won by only like five seconds. And normally there's like a 15 second, 20 second gap between him and second place. So what? Coming out of coming out of winter testing, like Red Bull, I, I'm liking what Red Bull's doing this year. So they're usually a they're usually a second place team. Um they always come behind Mercedes, always, uh, for the last seven years. Um, Would you say that they're also probably one of the newer teams in the in the F1 scene? Yeah, I mean, Red Bull's been around, I think, since like 2007, 2006. So all the dry, all, the previous world champions, four of them, four of them have been from Red Bull, all from the same guy, Sebastian Vettel. Then he left Red Bull, went to Ferrari. Yeah. Hamilton went to Mercedes and Mercedes has fucking dominated. Like it has not yeah. even been close. Um, so that's kind of the one too. Then you have what you call like the midfield. 
And the midfield's interesting because like how F1 works is depending on where you finish in the constructors champion, because there's only 10 teams, two drivers per team. So 20, 20 people on the grid. Yeah. You get X amount of dollars depending on where you finish in the constructors. So added to your bucket, <laughs> which basically means millions of dollars added onto your car that you can spend on the next year. So the middle pack is just, it's, it's up in the air right now. Um, I would say the third place team looking right now, McLaren looked nice. Uh, Ferrari is coming off of such a shit year. They're so like their budget is second highest and they came seventh out of or sixth out of 10 teams last year. Like it was just embarrassing. Oh, weird. So they're probably going to battle for third or fourth with McLaren. And then you've got like Aston Martin, Alpine, which is like Renault's old team. So it's quite a lot to kind of comprehend, I would say, but I would say, yeah. I mean, honestly, like I think Ferrari, Ferrari McLaren is going to be the headline this year. I think it's going to go, if I could see Red Bull and Mercedes battle for first, that would be amazing. Yeah. And then that would make third and fourth place even that much more important as well. So, I want to get into some names here because okay. as far as I know, Kimi Raikkonen is still the up and comer and probably going to take pole position every race. <laughs> I remember the score days, Uh big finish fan as well. Yeah. But Raph is saying that for stopping is pretty good. I'm looking, I, I don't understand because all I, all I remember is watching turn left NASCAR and these guys <laughs> do not finish races with fucking Lewis Hamilton. The guy in third place was almost 40 seconds behind him. Yeah. Well, what the I mean- fuck do you do to get 40 seconds behind someone? Well, well, that's the thing, right? Like that's where you have where the spending comes in and the funding and how much money you put into your racing team. You have to remember like the people that run Mercedes, like that is the actual car company that owns that team, right? Ferrari would own their own team, but then you have teams like that are individually owned by like an actual person. So yeah, for example, Aston Martin is just a sponsor of a team. They're called Aston Martin just because like it's it's a good name to have in racing. However, the guy that actually owns the team, Lawrence Stroll, is a billionaire, he's Canadian, and his son drives for his team. But like he's just one guy opposed to like an actual constructor like a Ferrari, like a Mercedes, so on and so forth. So you have certain actual car companies that make engines for the, for these teams. So I'll give you yeah. an example. So like Aston Martin uses a Ferrari engine. Like okay. but all they get is just like a base Ferrari engine. All the like no tunes, no mods, nothing. No tunes, nothing. That is up to the Aston Martin team to find out what works for them and what, that type of thing. So like Red Bull for example, like they don't build anything and they're an energy drink company. They're supplied from Honda. Right, so it, it it's kind of an interesting one like that. Repping Honda, dude, I love that. I should be cheering for Red Bull then. <laughs> there, dude, hop on the train, man. Hop on so the train. My initial analysis of F one is it sounds a bit corrupt because how come the teams that are already winning are getting more money? Shouldn't we do a little NHL draft status and the worst team gets more money? Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the biggest thing, right? Like it's you have like lower budget teams. And it's it's an unfair game. And yeah. when you when you guys watch Drive to Survive, they bring it up in like the third and fourth episode. Like you you have to be very wealthy 
to join this sport. Like it is a rich game. Like I'm pretty sure Raf could probably Google this for me and maybe make a little bit more sense of it. But Mercedes budget for 2020 or 2019 was like 480 million. Uh, uh, for 2019, it was 440 million. Mercedes, what was Ferrari? 420, 410? Uh, Ferrari. Probably just do the whole thing, like this like F1 team spending. And it would probably give you something. Yeah, they they're well, they're currently talking about apparently drastic or drastically decreasing their cap to about 145 million. Per team? Uh well that's for Ferrari. Right. Oh. Uh no, for all teams. Just kidding. Yeah, so like that's kind of what they're doing right now is like to make it a little bit more level playing field. Now these big teams actually don't have as much money to spend. Yeah. Which Dude, you know what makes it a little I, bit more competitive. In, in 2019, understood. the same year that I gave you that 440 for Mercedes, uh, Ferraris was 460. Yeah. So like the fact that Merce, like 2019, Ferrari finished third in the constructors, and they're spending 20 more million dollars than the winning team. So, yeah. you know, that could come down to a multitude of reasons, but. All right. Let me under, let me try and understand how big of a dick Lewis Hamilton has here. Okay. So if I, if, if we gave all the drivers the exact same car, exact same build, exact same, everything, not, none of them had ever driven it. It's all new to them. Do you think Lewis Hamilton's still winning? It's funny. You should say that because there's a show that me and Raph always watched and it was called Top Gear, as you know. Yeah. And what they would, what they had is they had a old, reasonably priced car designed for F1 drivers, and it was like this piece of shit, like 1996, like something Leon. I think it was like a Suzuki Leon. It was just an old thing with a roll cage, and they would bring certain drivers on. So they brought on Vettel, they brought they brought on Hamilton, Mark Webber, like just like a bunch of F1 drivers. Now, I think they had 12. F1 drivers and Hamilton was the fastest. He beat out Vettel. He beat out who was a world champion at that point. Uh, when they brought on Hamilton, he had just moved to Mercedes. So he wasn't quite a world champion yet. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, in equal machines, like it's very hard, but you could put almost anyone in that Mercedes car and they would most likely win or win a race. Yeah, that's I guess that's where I I don't lose interest. I guess that's where my brain puzzles me a little bit because I like I want it to come down to the athlete, to the driver. Yeah. Whereas I, mean, I get it. It's a team, right? Like it's a, like the whole team is part of it. The pit crew, people that design the cars, that balance the cars, everything like that. You're part of the team. But I would love to see it if we can make it about the drivers somehow or even yeah. just like a sing- singular event. Like, you know, how golf does match play to mix things up once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if we could do like a fucking little race here and there, you know, throw Lewis Hamilton just a Honda Civic and we just go at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it, and the the one thing I like about F1 is just the speed, like just how fucking quick and how precise like these cars actually go. You know, yeah. like what these guys do is not easy. Like Lewis Hamilton is the fastest guy on the planet. Like he's the fastest person, you know, like in a car. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so it's 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 wild to think that, uh, just like these guys are fighting for milliseconds when they qualify. Like it's nuts. Like the yeah. like what separates you starting first to starting last is probably like 
two and a half seconds. That's crazy. Like that's like what sixty million dollars spending a car on gets you. Two and a half seconds, yeah. Spending four hundred forty million, two and a half seconds. That's fucking crazy. So it's it's an interesting sport, but it's very political as well. And Drive to Survive really shows that. Just another another little free ad for Drive to Survive. You know, Josh is big on it. <laughs> Just check it out, everyone, if you get a chance. Uh, anyways, boys, uh, we can move on here from the F1 talk. I'm big on F1 now, Josh. I'm sold. I did check DraftKings to see if they could do F1. They don't have it there right now. So I'm going to have to find a, an alternative to to betting on it because that's how you'll get me hooked. I'm going to bet. I might bet for stopping. Every, three, six, five. There you go. I, I might bet for stopping every game, every race. <laughs> you do. Are you, you going to get up early? races does lewis hamilton ever lose uh yeah oh yeah like for sure like he'll he'll never like win every single race like it's all right that's right there's so many intangibles that come into f1 i mean like you know as fast as you go but like sometimes like your steering wheel like steering wheel alone is like 25k which is actually five um (laughs) sometimes like it just like it'll just go dead or like the brakes fail or your engine just all of a sudden just loses power no one yeah. no one really like knows why it just like it goes dead like you have to remember like that's why it's so precise and like it's so used like to like it's so high tech that yeah. like these guys are putting the, these things right on the edge consistently yeah. so it's not always guaranteed to work okay i wanted to uh one sec what's the, what does the chat say one one guy's saying you let's let's bring up the comment from Razor here. He says, Elijah, you have to see the new you have to see the news to see if Verstappen had a fight with his dad before the race. Apparently increases the odds of him winning. I'm down with that. I need some I need some, rage. Yeah. <laughs> I need some dig down dirt. I need someone who like got into an argument with their girlfriend before the race. I'm betting the house on that guy. <laughs> um okay, let's let's switch gears here. Let's get Josh fired up again. Now I wanted to have this conversation on the podcast to have a record of it. In my yeah. voice and in Josh's voice, just to hear him and how confident he is versus how confident I know I am when I say that the New England Patriots, led by Cam Newton, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots defense, will have more wins than Tua fucking Tagovailoa next year and the Dolphins. That's easy. That's a slam dunk bet. Josh has refuted it many times. He does not believe it. He's letting. Josh is letting his emotions get in the way right now. And it's sad to see because I feel, I love him as a friend and I want to I want what's best for him but sometimes you need to hurt in this life to learn. Elijah. Yes. <laughs> I will and this is live and we'll sound clip and I'll save it. I'm a I'll man of my word, you, Josh. I will legit I'll actually do a virtual handshake with you right now. $100. Okay. The Dolphins will, and I'm not giving you odds. It's going to be straight up because if you're confident. Fucking you're work not, me like that. You're not going to get you odds. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make you look like a pussy right now if you don't take the bat. 100 bucks straight up. Dolphins have more wins than the Pats in the 2021-22 season. In the fine print, can we just write down that if Elijah loses, he has to pay you within 48 hours? No. So, well, <laughs> sure. Um, or I'm going to smash his windshield. However... <laughs> Here's the hey, you'd be part. doing me a favor, dude. There's a crack from all four quadrants but, of it right now. But Rath, Rath, <laughs> yeah. this is good for you because I don't want you to root against me. But if you do, I understand. Because if Elijah wins, I'm going to pay you his $100 that he should hey, have paid. He's already paid. Chill out. Let's chill we, out. We I, on the podcast, he paid me, like, what was it, a week and a half ago? I paid him. 
You paid him? A week, yeah, three I, months later, I think. Four months later? Yeah. Dude, I think it was about X. eight months, something like that. Really? Yeah. Holy shit, I, dude. I needed, to let it, I needed to let it simmer for a little bit. It wasn't coagulating the way it needed to in my brain. All right. I think, yeah. I think once I found this, the sensor again, that really computed in my mind. I was like, okay, I've, like, I've found peace with this. And, uh, <laughs> but no, this, this bet is 100% on, Josh. I do want to somehow make a clause in this bet since the schedules aren't out yet. I feel like whatever opponents you get out of division are like a big factor in this. As long as like preseason, obviously injuries affect during the season. I don't care about that. But I feel like I want to see the schedule just to make sure the Dolphins don't have like the fucking Jags twice or something like that, you know? No, no. Come on. Be confident. You know, Pat, Pat should beat anybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I should get this on the record. I'm not even that confident in the Pats. I'm just very confident that the Dolphins are going to, they're going to trip over their own feet and they're going to be like Snowflake from Jim, from, Ace Ventura, dude. They're going missing. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, and and here's my thing. It's like, I don't, it's not even like a personal vendetta against you. I just like, I think the Pats, like, they're just, they're not good enough offensively. Like, don't get me wrong. You like, they, you're right. Like, the defense opted out. 100% correct on that. Um, yeah. And, you know, so when they do get back, for sure, like, I think they will be better. My biggest thing is I just, I can't trust Cam Newton. I, I can't, I cannot trust him. The Patriots have such a bad offense. Like they have one old fucking wide receiver in Julian Edelman. You've got two mediocre tight ends that you signed in the offseason. You have three running backs that you consistently just switch out on series. Like, and there's really no like consistency to it you don't even have steven goskowski anymore to kick your field goals like i just worry about how this team is going to offensively produce now when i look at miami their defense is good they, they were better than the pats last year they were the highest scoring defense in the nfl so that's going to help the offense a little bit you know are there question marks about two a hundred percent but dude like the amount of pieces that Miami has that they're going to draft this year, what, what, and also what they've had existed in previous drafts, dude, like they're going to be good. Like they're not going to be unreal. I'm not going to say they're going to compete with Buffalo because I think we can both agree the Bills are going to shit kick the Dolphins and the Pats. So that's guaranteed mm-hmm. wins. However, the the fight for second place, I just I don't see it. I cannot see it with New England. The rain is over. The rain is over. I've I, I hated, hated the rain since day one because I hate seeing people succeed more than they're allowed to, a.k.a. The, what the Canucks can't do. Um, but when you look at the – dude, when you said it, the defense opted out, the defense is back, baby. Like, ever, but, but, and, only, but who, and this is one thing. Back? Who are they bringing back? You've got Stephon dude. Gilmore. You've got Gilmore. You've got okay. That's actually an asterisk. Their best defensive player, Stephon Gilmore, still might be traded. If he does get traded, we'll see what they get back. But what's that? Do you guys look at the records for both teams uh, from last season? Yeah. Oh yeah. What were they again, Ralph? So the Dolphins were ten and six. How are you? (laughs) And the Patriots were seven and nine. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, so this is the big the biggest story I mean. of the Patriots season was that all of their good defensive players opted out of last season because of COVID. Now, so you let me just go through this, Josh, for you for a second, because you got Lawrence Guy coming back, you got Kyle Van Noy coming back, you have Deontay Hightower coming back. You have who are the the twins? 
the McCourties. McCourties. You got the McCourty twins coming back. You've got a player. Oh, I had the names down before. They acquired someone. No, I think, is it Trent Brown? I think they might have acquired Trent Brown. I might be wrong on that. They acquired some guy through trade as well on defense. Their defense is going to fuck this year. Like, they are top three defense. I stamp of approval on that one. Now, just, Josh, just let me, let me, let me write up a little scenario for you right now. Game one for the Dolphins starts. I don't care who the opponent is. As long as it's not someone like the Jags. Like, as long as it's like a top 20 team. Dude, I wouldn't shit the Jags, man. I, yeah, it, it, who knows? They might be better next year, but whatever the Jags version is of next year. Yeah. When you see Tua march out to the field on your first possession, your first drive of the year, dude, mm-hmm. like you can't be expecting much. Like he's, well, he's, he's showed nothing last year. Yeah. But a lot. Well, okay. Elijah, you have to remember here, like the, the dolphins weren't, expecting him to be the starter like that was that was never the game plan for Miami but but why not be because you have Fitzpatrick to give him a year to work under learn the playbook like you can't expect someone to come in instantly and perform now I'm going to relate this kind of back to hockey is Thatcher Demko okay we need to chill out on the relation here no but I'm just I'm just no I'm just saying Elijah like you didn't the Canucks didn't fucking come out and instantly say Demko is going to be the starter. They brought in a veteran goalie to just in case to a shit the bed. Now, the only difference is the roles are reversed. Miami had a veteran starter who is getting the job done. So why fix something that's not broken and then just let the rookie learn and start him in some games just to get some reps. Whereas the Canucks, it's like, okay, the veterans suck. We have to go to the rookie and it paid off. So, I'm just saying, like, the sample size on Tua, you can't judge that. He played seven games, if not six. That's a lot of games. No, it's not. It's a lot of games. No, you know know what it is. You know what it is. is... No, that's not even half a season. That's not a lot of games. Well, okay, you know what? I'll flip your point on you then. You're right. It's not a lot of games. But guess who's the starter this year? Tua. Yeah, okay, cool. He's got... He's got six games under his belt. That's good. He's going to learn the playbook. He's going to get healthy. It's another year. Like he didn't so, do, and- he didn't do bad, but also remember like he didn't like he wasn't terrible, but he also had some good moments too. Like let's not forget about yeah. that. Like he's totally. good. Here's and here's where it comes down to is I'm confident that the two matchups when it's New England versus Miami and Miami in in Miami and in New England as long as both teams are relatively healthy, star power on both sides, I'm betting New England every time. Because I'm, I, I like, I have no faith in Tua. I think, and another thing is that my sports belief is that every sport, this this goes for every sport. Anytime there's an off season where the team gets the biggest the biggest fish, or even they just get a, a good off season if they have tons of additions and they're all pretty good on paper, it's hard to do, man. It's hard to incorporate a bunch of moves. Like, like, look at the the Bucks. Like, they figured it out in the end, but that's because that's because Brady's a hell of an addition. But even they stumbled, dude. What did they finish? Ten and six, and that's with that. That's ten and six with Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, Gronk, who else? Godwin, like Evans, Fournette. Yeah, like this a completely new team of yeah. all stars. And like, so the Miami version of that is you have Tua with no backup. You've got Will Fuller, <laughs> who had one of the best QBs at, at his side for the last five years and couldn't do shit. And now, oh, who else? Well, you have 
What? Okay. Well, I mean, with Will Fuller, I wouldn't really put that on Deshaun Watson. I mean, that guy had no one. Like, oh, yeah, that's what I, I mean. Like, but Will Fuller couldn't help him out at all. Well, yeah, but I think also at the same time, like their defense was so bad, it put more pressure on the Houston offense for Deshaun Watson to perform because they couldn't True. get stopped. Anyway, separate point. Um, but I think also at the same time, like, dude, like you have to remember, like Miami is still building. Like they're still oh, yeah. like in in a rebuild. Like, they'll where, be a good team one day. Like Miami's on the up, and New England is declined, dude. All those players that you just named for the New England defense, those are thirty plus year players. They are not. They are not young. They are old. Mm-hmm. They're getting they are, a little brittle. They are the like the dynasty that is going down. They are the Chicago Blackhawks of the NFL. They the were great. Sinking. They were phenomenal. They still have some key players that could make them competitive. But at the end of the day, like the new kids on the block are going to take them down. So, I mean, you and I can go back and forth about this all day, but my biggest concern with new England is fine. I'll give you the defense. I'll give you that hundred percent. But dude, Cam Newton is awful. He is a bad quarterback. He cannot play football. I'm sorry, but he is in the Carson Wentz level. I I think, I think Cam Newton top 18 quarterback in the league. And I think two, a, bottom 20 or oh bottom 10 God. you're wild won't crack the top 20 this year that sucks <laughs> anyways hundred dollars on the line official here um we can have a mercy rule that when the patriots start six and oh and the dolphins stumble out two and four we can just call it if you want um but we'll keep the guys updated i guess seven months from now is what we'll do or whatever it is yeah. six six five whatever we won't um, forget about this i know we, we won't no we won't and if if I if I get a bad feeling about it, I might just do something to end our friendship, and then I don't have to worry about it. I've got backup plans. Don't worry. Anyways, let's wrap this episode up. We've got one last little segment here, um, because last last episode now we actually didn't even talk about like what we were going to talk about now. We didn't preemptively plan what we were going to talk about now, but we discussed last time a stick and rink Olympics, where we basically decide who's got the biggest nuts. Now. I wanted to pick your guys' brain because we kind of talked about a couple things we could do. Now, I'm looking for sports slash games that aren't like, first of all, there's a couple rules. We can't play any sports that we're already good at. Like, Raph, you can't do soccer. I'm not doing volleyball. Josh, uh, I don't know what you're good at, but we'll. uh... (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm basically, I want want listeners of the podcast, the live stream right now, uh, send us us any ideas. I basically want games slash sports that aren't like super serious. Like what what ones I have down? I had disc golf down because that that sports fucking sick. But no, we don't have to do that. You're one. Gonna be good at it. Lawn darts. I've played I lawn darts would be sick too. I've pl- I've only played one game of disc golf. Okay. I'm <laughs> you, not, you, I'm know, not. you know what we could do, boys? You know what would be what? unreal and I'd probably lose is bowling. Let's do bowling. <laughs> I would I would lose at bowling too, bowling's, don't worry. Bowling's good. Would you guys rather do five pin or ten pin? Let's ten do pin. Five. Oh, I was going to do five, but yeah, no, sure. Ten pin. The okay, tiny balls, just, I just can't do it. Okay. I like the tiny balls because it doesn't discriminate against sausage fingers. Um, I have those. Just get bigger balls. People have been telling me that for a long time, and I just, I, <laughs> I hate to disappoint people, but it might not happen. I think, uh, <laughs> you, know, it'd be, oh. you know, it would be sick, and <laughs> I don't know how the hell we would do it, but, uh, if we were to go to like a baseball field and if you we were to buy like 30 baseballs and just do a home run derby, that'd be sick. <laughs> we could definitely do that, dude. Are you kidding me? We we need somebody unbiased to pitch. 
Well, no, I think, yeah. or you could just toss it to yourself. Like you have a minute to try yeah. and get 30 balls out of the park. Toss it to yourself. I don't think that's a, no, you definitely have to have somebody you pitching need, at you. You need someone throwing it at you who is wearing full protective gear. Cause I don't know where it's going after. All right. Okay. Um, we need Bailey. Yeah. yeah. Throwing five mile an hour heaters. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, I'm, out, I'm out here thinking bocce ball is a winner. We had that in the, in the, in the chat there from Razor five seven zero bocce ball. Hell yeah, I think that's in there. Yeah, except um, that's only. Oh no, you can do three. Or can yeah. you do three? Yeah. Well, we each have to have our own colored balls. Yeah. Okay. There's different ways. Um, and the other one I had down was go karting because I heard there's some shit talking going around here. Go karting would be sick. I think disc golf should be in there because of how much Raf shit talked my disc golf game. Yeah, I think it's stupid. I was I. Like when we saw you the other day and you pulled out those disc all, or those discs, I was really hoping Bailey would just like would have launched one at the wall. You just had it explode right there. That would have been so perfect. That's pretty mean, dude. I think we try and find a way to do like some sort of obstacle course or something. Yeah, I like that. I we can I, go to we we can go to like one of the trampoline parks or something and like design our own course. Yeah. Elijah, that'd you wouldn't appreciate this, but Josh will. If we could somehow reenact Electric Avenue from Jackass, that'd be sick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with oh, tasers. Oh, oh. Now we're getting Boy. sadistic with this. I'm not a big Boys, fan of that. You know what we could do? Oh, let's mark down a... Oh, no, it's a two-person. Fuck. What? Uh, we could just do a quick round robin. Whoever has the best record wins. Is oh, cool. I have a really good idea. I have a you really good cool? idea. Like billiards? Cool. Yeah, billiards. Yeah. I, I, I have a really good idea. Good. What if? What if we did... Because we all like to think that we're the smartest here, naturally. Yeah. Because of how we make friends. Yeah. We should each run the same escape room course. No, I suck. Oh, and, I see who gets the, and see who gets the furthest in it. We should. We, why don't we each write like uh, an essay? Why don't we each just go take the LSAT? Why don't we? Yeah, <laughs> let's, an idiot, dude, let's, dude. An IQ test. An IQ why, test why should definitely be on there. Why don't we take the bar exam? Yeah, come on, easy. It's <laughs> great. Why don't we just go to university? Why don't we all just go get an education or something like that? Holy fuck, Elijah. <laughs> I actually had this idea for a segment one day where it's called like get it was called get creative. And I ba- we basically just come up with a topic and we have to it wasn't it wasn't you only had to write it. There was like whatever <laughs> I felt like a teacher it was like whatever medium you want to use to express yourself, you can do that. But it was basically like Give me something creative about like a first, a funny first date, and you could like write a story, you could draw a picture, whatever you want to do. I thought that'd be funny. I have another idea. What's that? Can, can we all make finger paintings and see who can sell theirs for the most amount of money? <laughs> <laughs> dude, one, I would one be us, so sick, dude. dude. One of us isn't even gonna get like ten bucks. The other one can make like a grand. I could see like two two of us painting with our index fingers and one of us just painting with their middle finger like a loser. <laughs> see, now we're getting somewhere with these segments. Now we're getting creative. That's the name of the game. I love it. Anyways, okay. boys, I think that's about it for today. Let's wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, we'll sit on it for a little bit. Especially, yeah, we're back on Tuesday with another. Okay, wait. Tuesday's goats and woats. Are we officially doing female first names? Yes. Oh yeah, baby. That's we got to get that the word out there because I better see thirty viewers and the chat better be blowing up when I dude, see. Dude, all dude, all my crushes are gonna be on there. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I should just drop all those names for myself too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. It's been fun. I always get yeah, together with you. Adios to the listeners. Thank you, DraftKings promo code THPN at sign up. Remember that when you go to bed. Adios. Oh, harder, baby.